0: The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky podcast with Kennedy Lucas. Brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi. Playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky podcast. With Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky ninety three point three and the Heat ninety four point six radio station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more.
1: Are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky podcast with
0: your host Kennedy Lucas on Swanky ninety three point three radio station. The Heat ninety four point six radio station.
2: Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another, and we do mean another exciting podcast today this is the beyond swanky podcast i'm your host at least one of the hosts james Myers. welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen it is monday march 27th and we cannot wait for another exciting podcast uh today you guys look this is a show that i really love coming in front of the mic and really going in and really giving you guys uh all right so Thank you guys for staying tuned. Good morning. Uh, We're live on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Adassi, uh, hopefully we are not forget, Google Podcasts is another, so wherever you get your podcast radio show from, uh, we're live, and of course we've got our main host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Now, I'm excited because I know that you had some choice words to say about the tick-tock hearing i know that has been a couple of days ago but you know everybody wanted to get your take on it kennedy and you did tell us that you wanted to wait until the radio show this morning to give you or to give them your your full your full full take
3: oh man good morning james but yes i look guys I said what I said on my TikTok, uh, and we're not going to dabble too much into it. If you guys want my full scope of it, go go see my TikTok. But man, oh man, I tell you guys that we were so frustrated. Uh, we, 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 all three of us, guys, we saw the hearing, and okay, so yes, I, I was on a rant on, on that video simply because um the the hearing was a mess uh i said what i said i meant every word of what i said um like i said in my my formal tiktok you know when i when i come home from a stressful day in the office and i, I stress in the office because when we come to the studios right here right now swanky studios there i don't i don't get stressed i don't but it's just one of those things i do get stressed with in the office when something's not performing right and then whenever i when i've had a long day i come home And I flip on TikTok for a great laugh. Uh, So I I, I feel for the people, you know, everybody who has TikTok, everybody had their opinions about the the hearing and how they felt on that. And I I don't know, it, it was a weird situation. It was a weird day for for everybody. Everybody just had I think everybody had a lot of emotions going on in that. So. I don't know. It's just one of those things that does happen and it was out there and I felt some type of way about it because like I mentioned, there's a lot of people who I don't know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that make a lot of money, right? There's a lot of people who go full-time being TikTokers. Now, I don't really advise that too much unless you're making millions of views and millions of dollars. Hey, by all means, get your bag. But I don't know. I just it felt a little felt a little bit off uh when it came down to it it's just one of those things that it did happen and look i was upset um but i'm better now it's monday it's a brand new start to to the week it's hot (laughs) it's hot monica you can't even say you cold today because it was like 80 degrees last week and now it is back hot today
4: oh no kennedy you good it's 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 springtime We're getting closer to springtime pollen's not as available as normal springtime we're seeing 80 degrees i do prepare to a lot of our fan base i do think that we're going to see uh, a very very hot summer is what i'm prepared for us to, to have is a very very hot summer uh, because it's already 80 degrees and it's only March, getting ready to be April, so highly anticipated for the springtime. Uh, but like we said, good morning, everybody. It's your girl Monica Gray back with another exciting podcast with my two favorite dudes on the show, Kennedy and James. We've got a, we've got another great one. We have got another great one. Uh Kennedy, I know you said you had some announcements to make and then you have a topic of conversation. Um, but I've got an announcement of our own, which everybody knows about it. Uh, yes, we, I am a part of the SNN news team. If you guys missed out on previous, uh, gaming news that we put on our channel, KLP Entertainment to be exact, my voice is there. I've r- wrote up a script and, you know, did some gaming so, so I could do some gaming reviews for the video so i do gotta say on behalf of our snn team over at KLP entertainment if you guys been liking our content over there uh thank you number one and continue to listen because we've got so many more content that go out uh for the snn team so i'm i'm ecstatic and as always gonna say numbers are up now kennedy you have a special announcement that you wrote on the board and i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you announce that
3: (laughs) yes so i'm excited to announce this to our fan base uh simply because this is something we've been working on for months uh editing and and editing and more editing um so i'm excited to announce that street style homecoming is officially finished post-production trailer we're going to be releasing that out very very soon so uh guys stay tuned because it's going to be a good one i know it's a little ambitious and i say that out loud ambitious because uh i did everybody knows that this documentary we're looking at three hours long so i know a lot of people like whoa really like yeah this is this is by far the biggest in length the biggest movie that we've ever produced so I'm excited for it. You guys look for the trailer uh, midweek. Trailer is going to be out. We're kind of give you guys little teasers and little excitement posts for social media. But uh, we do have the trailer coming out midweek this week. So hopefully you guys, you know, I, I hope you guys enjoy the trailer. I really hope you guys enjoy the documentary. Uh, like I'm always going to keep preaching that this documentary is completely It's different. Uh, It's different than the first one, by far. So I cannot wait. Um, 1943 is coming along swiftly. Uh, We're we're just we're filming, right? We're filming, uh, we're filming, and we're animating a whole lot of interesting stuff. Now, speaking of animation, my current topic for today. Now I know that our news sources uh, with this one is a couple days late. Uh, You know, this kind of broke out on, let's say, Wednesday, and then we already had the podcast done and we were doing other things. But now I want to draw the attention to this news that really got me excited. Um, This is very, very exciting, guys, because... As many people don't know, and I've been preaching this all the time, Monica and James, every time on the show, I always like to explain to our fan base, our audience, that there's more than just podcasting for us. It's SNN, it's article writing, it's uh, associates, it's operations, it's a whole conglomerate of of business that's, that's run under KLP Entertainment. I got really excited for this because we all know a couple of days ago, Epic Games has unveiled some news. It was the state of Un- the a uh, state of Unreal um, demonstration demo day, and of course that is and this is appropriate time for it because we're it's springtime getting ready for summertime. So nowadays you're gonna have all of these um keynotes and these these showcase to come around spring and summertime to unveil the newest and latest technology and i'm super duper excited about this one because epic games you guys don't know i we're i'm a big fan of epic games i like the games that they produce and i'm a big fan of the unreal engine now if you guys remember uh metahuman is another epic acquisition another expansion of the unreal engine now if you guys might have seen i hope you guys seen it my one of my films our films hardline second term that's available on tv tv and prime video by the way we've used metahuman and unreal engine to make that movie so of course when i see anything with metahuman and unreal engine i get very very excited because i've used those tools for the, uh, my movie two of my movies actually Eden prime used a little bit of unreal engine and and heartline uses unreal engine as well so get this james and monica and audience epic games unveils metahuman animator a potential game changer for automatic facial animation and lip sync boy when i tell y'all this is the next step in us filmmakers it is so huge i don't think everybody really understand how huge this is because typically Cause it took us months, guys. You guys go back to see Hardline Second Term on Prime and 2 B. You know, getting uh Colin Goodman in the studio to act his character, he plays President Chandler. Getting myself in the animated studio to voice my character, uh, Simon O'Connor, right? You, getting all of these these voice actors to come to the studio and act and then use their voice and then animate them into the movie that takes months. It does. I know a lot of people don't understand. It takes months to get things animated from Unreal Engine or Unity. Whatever you use, it takes a couple of months to get the sculpting right, to get the lip sync right, to get the animation right, to get your eye roll animation right. It, it takes months, right? But let me tell you, this is a game changer because they're using this, and I saw the keynote. I did. I saw the keynote. And they had the the, the, the uh, vice president of, of technology innovations, I think that was his title, come on. And then he had a couple of programmers and testers and actors that come on. And they're making this system usable for just using your iPhone or an iPhone. Guys, like I say. Y'all don't understand us filmmakers, animators, gamer, game makers. Uh, we're not making a video game with KLP Entertainment, even though that's a cool idea. Ooh, that's just too much work. We we stick to films, primarily animation. When I tell y'all this makes it so freaking easy for us to animate our characters for just using our iPhones and then that 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 file can get uploaded instantly real time so that way you can export and bam there's your animation right then and there like that that was mind-blowing this is something we needed for the longest time for us animators and filmmakers um but guys epic games unreal engine metahuman they created a game changer Now, this is coming within the newest update of uh, Unreal Engine 5.2. So we still got about two months before this is officially released to us. Um, It's been set that maybe June or July when this uh, new update comes. So you have to delete 5.1 and get 5.2. And now they're going to be able to have it to where you could just use your iPhone for automatic lip sync and facial animation. Um, Guys, get on this train you guys got to get on this train because this is a huge game changer for a lot of us folks right um i saw it i announced i want to say it was saturday this past saturday i announced on twitter facebook and tiktok and our instagram social media accounts that yes now because i'll be honest with y'all i was contemplating on making loan three I was because to see the amount of time it went to to use metahuman to really animate characters in Hardline Two, it took months, and it took it took a lot, right? And I was contemplating, and I because every movie I try to do, guys, you know, I try to okay, how can we make a, a if we're making a, a sequel to a, a trilogy or we're making a sequel to something, how can we make it better? That's every film I've done so far or at least tried to do so far how can we make it better and this is a game changer this saves us so many months of animation right because now i can get colin goodman back which is confirmed he's coming back uh shout out to him and his brother chris goodman chris goodman's in 1943 can't wait with dennis harper cannot wait for that one but when they come back we're gonna have the studio set up but we're gonna try this new technology right hey here's an iphone say your script and action, right? And we're going to capture it just by doing that. That is so exciting to me. Um I like I say we still have a couple more months for this to go. Uh but uh, everybody, I'm seeing on on Reddit, I'm seeing on um Rotten Tomatoes. I've seen it all over press. I've seen it all over Twitter. You know, everybody's excited for this program. I'm excited for this because this this cuts down so much of time trying to get A character animated for a scene for a movie um it takes a lot of time so i'm really stoked about it this is something i look forward to um it is planning on to and they're calling it metahuman animator is what the program is called Uh, and it is planned for release in the next few months so we're probably looking at maybe june maybe july for this to come out um on other things they're saying uh it will be you know summer 2023 so that's that's my speculation guys that yeah we're probably going to be seeing it maybe june july um, which i'm ready for i'm excited uh, i did announce yeah hardline 3 is now happening because it is happening now because of i, I realized the the time that's cut for this movie right um i did start already writing for hardline 3 but I, i'm really trying to I, at first i was like okay there's a lot of animation work i gotta put in for this movie um but it is happening very very excited now the movie's not coming out to like next year like next fall so we got a whole year and a half right we we've got time um but i'm going to tour around with this toy this experiment now it'll be part of the metahuman plugin for unreal engine um guys i'm so excited this this is the kind of stuff i love to get up and get out of bed for i really do i get very very stoked for this and it's happening oh it's happening can't wait can't wait now we've got monica back here in the studio hey monica of course uh she wanted to talk about this juicy conversation that happened a couple days ago and it's, it's 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 regarding uh chris brown is that right monica
4: yes indeed kennedy now chris brown i just gotta say that chris brown is out there getting the bag he's out there getting money guys he he is he's he's been on tour Uh, we all seen it on his social media outlets he's been on tour and he's doing a lot of things he's being more interactive with the fans i honestly gotta say off a rip that chris brown knows his market right we all remember when he had a concert and he would charge each person a thousand dollars to get a personal picture with him for their records for their memories for the social media so they can say hey i met chris brown and all they had to pay was a thousand bucks now this was bonkers for a lot of people but this is working and he's getting his bag now. I am still upset that he didn't win best R&B album at the um one of the award shows I, I I'm guessing it was the Grammys that he was nominated for best R&B song for his latest album with 50 songs uh Breezy just kidding. It, it's a lot of songs. Um shout out to him shout out in but before we get to that shout out to all the people that got new albums that released today um black has released a new album and real 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 quick guys i want to give you my my quick hot take on that because i'm talking about chris brown but you know they're all artists and is the newest release right now now black's latest album uh it's okay i listened to it there were some songs that were slaps but there were some that was like, okay, eh, that's not the, the the vibe I'm catching from, from Black. That's not that's not the old black, right? Um I listened to that album and I gotta say about maybe about I wanna say about four songs out of nineteen I really, really enjoy. Now the one song that I really really like from Black's album is Fatal Attraction. I love that song. That is the black sound that i enjoy the most based off his later project his older projects right um i've been following uh news outlets i also followed uh mr joe button from the joe button podcast and i i I listened to their podcast and you know their cast and crew uh gave their their uh critiques on the album i went back and listened to the album and i kind of agree i i hope that they I hope they didn't they didn't rush him out because i know black can really perform and really give us a great album now from the jump his first album was spectacular it was great it was amazing this album this current album that came out uh, i'm not a super huge fan of right and it just kind of sucks because this album has 19 songs 19 tracks so i don't know i just I feel that Black could have gave us that Black sound, right? But maybe, since he's been gone for a sec, maybe he wanted to redo his sound, right? Maybe he wanted to switch it up. It's very interesting for that. There was no promotion for Black's album, too. Like, no promotion whatsoever. So, again, I don't, I don't know. It's a little bit sticky. It's a little bit... Um, I just hope, I really hope his album does well in numbers, but I I don't know. I I have a sinking, sinking feeling that it probably won't because for me being the average consumer of of music, uh, it's four out of 19 songs I like, right? Um, T-Pain got a new cover release as he's called it under the covers because he covered a lot of 80s, uh, songs. Honestly, I just feel like T-Pain just did karaoke in that one sorry T-Pain, I'm a big fan but I'm just not a fan of this So, but back on Chris Brown speaking of Chris Brown and, and, and music and labels um, we all know Chris Brown has been torn uh, there's been some things uh, The Shade Room reported The Breakfast Club reported uh, TMZ has reported where one girl he invited on stage, she pokes out the phone he throws the phone out Uh, Out to the crowd and I thought that was pretty wild because she was not rocking with that. She was not rocking with that whatsoever So in latest Chris Brown tour news Chris Brown's lap dance causes a man to break up with his girlfriend So Chris Brown may have triggered a breakup between a young couple after giving a woman a Steamy lap dance during the recent concert of his now according to the New York Post a man and this is, I guess, this is his handle. Dash the the dash the leith took to TikTok and to claim that after the Virginia, uh, G- excuse me, Virginia paraded, uh, corner, I don't gave his girlfriend a lap dance during the UK performance. He had no choice but to call it quits with her. In the TikTok video, which has so far garnered over 22 million views. Browns dance passionately on top of the woman to so his 2007 hit "Take You Down." Now the man also revealed in the post caption that he spent nearly 600, 600 dollars. Good God, 600 dollars on for a tickets for him and his ex. Point of view: buying my girlfriend for a road tickets to see Chris Brown. I want my 500. uh I want to say that's pounds. Oh, for the UK hopefully that's right 615 US dollars um, and my girlfriend back he wrote on the now deleted post honestly dudes look he's Chris Brown first of all Chris Brown's gonna do whatever he needs to do to make his concert good I'm sure after the lap dance you might have that in her mind right and I hope when he's not going and probably not because they broke up but let's say if he's if he's going down on his girlfriend and all she's saying about is Chris Brown yeah you might have a problem because she might say "Ooh, daddy ooh, do it like Chris Brown did it you know I I can understand that part but if she doesn't do that part you got nothing to worry about because Chris Brown is a celebrity and he's doing that to one of his fans he's not gonna even remember he did that to a fan right because he's thinking about the concert he's making sure that the concert sells really well i don't understand why dudes get so mad when celebrities just trying to perform for their bag perform that's he's a performer that's what he's supposed to do right but then you got dudes that get so jealous and now they broke up. Now, if you spend six hundred and fifteen dollars on a ticket, man, you you big baller. because I mean, that's a lot for a ticket for a concert. But hey, Chris Brown is going to do whatever Chris Brown does. I don't think Chris Brown really cares about that girl like that. I think he cares because he's he's loyal to his fans now. But like, look, he don't care. He ain't going to remember that. So whoever this guy is, I feel like you should take your girlfriend back. She probably don't even, now she'll have it engraved in her memories, but she probably ain't even thinking about Chris Brown like that. Or is she? Comment below. What would you guys do if you wait to go see your famous favorite celebrity in concert and they perform a lap dance on you? Comment below. We want to hear from you
3: i don't know y'all i look i agree with monica i mean chris brown chris brown is that dude right and hey look he's that dude he he's that dude where he's making a lot of money for this concert and what like monica said you know he is a performer right he's in concert he's he's supposed to be doing his thing Uh, i agree with you monica he should take his girl back um but maybe not i don't know maybe he stepped out on his girl maybe he's thinking about something else you can't expect young and impressionable women when they see because look look, look 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 and there's no you know there's a pause session don't no, no, there's a pause session to this but i've been starstruck before i have i tell the story and not say the story again when i met the miz right wwe superstar at the uh, one of the hotels i worked at you know that time, that was a long time ago. When I met the Miz, I got starstruck, right? Last this around this time last year, when I met DJ Envy, I got starstruck. I did, right? So I understand when you see your favorite person, whether it's an artist, for me, wrestler, DJ, superstar. When you see somebody famous that you really enjoy and you really like what they're doing, yeah, you can get a little starstruck, right? Uh, but i i just feel like you know it's not something worth of you breaking up with your girlfriend especially again monarchy you mentioned he spent six hundred and fifteen dollars on a ticket that wouldn't be me right i would cherish her if i'm gonna spend that amount of money on her for a a concert not something that is tangible that you can feel and you can kind of touch and you can keep for a while right you spent money on an experience a one-time experience a year maybe that one experience you spending on that and now you're just gonna call it quits because you got mad and jealous right it's us dudes man as dudes we get jealous we do we really really do speaking of dudes we've got james james you said you had a juicy topic of conversation And then this one
2: is regarding the newest GTA 6 leaks. What's going on with that? Yeah, we got some news coming from Take Two and and Rockstar Games. Uh, Take Two is renewing its effort to get Grand Theft Auto 6 leaks removed from the internet, issuing a wave of copyright strikes. Now, Rockstar, guys, get this. Rockstar was the victim of a serious hacking breach this past year. We all seen it, and everybody kind of chimed in on that i'm really really excited for gta 6 because uh to see what the power can what that game could do with its power with its you know uh you uh limitate well not really limitations but to see what it could do with you know the playstation 5 and the next wave of xbox right i get very giddy about it when news come out with this i think it's time uh i play gta 5 or playstation 5 because I wanted to see the the graphics quality and the ray tracing and the uh, high uh, performance rate resolution. It's actually pretty smooth, by the way. Now, everybody's ready for GTA 6. We are. Now, reporting leading to the arrest of a 17 year old in the United Kingdom. We all remember that story. Various small GTA 6 leaks have found their way onto social media since then, but nothing substantial. Another recent leak appears to have provoked a strong response from Take Two, getting some communities in trouble. Now, on this past September, Uh, 18th uh, member of the gta forums community posted more than 50 minutes a video recording from the in development version of gta 6 the leaks reveal several substantial unannounced details from a highly anticipated gta uh the gta sequel publisher take to aggressively target uh, leak gta 6 material but as it's often the case online when someone goes viral it's difficult to swap out every fire it is difficult it is it's it's hard to kind of when something's out there on the internet because we're all guilty of it if it's out there on the internet it's very very hard to take down right because it's out there it's on the cloud it's on the servers on the network it's out there you ain't getting away with that not being out there. Now, somehow, likely due to the sheer amount of leaked GTA content, some leaks-focused communities were able to continue sharing material without receiving copyright strikes. The GTA 6 uh, separated is one such community that appears to have ended after all new leaks hit the community this past week. Monitors for the GTA 6 Separated have posted an announcement saying that it is locking the community down as Reddit responds to lots of copyright strikes. Reddit's going to do what they do, right? If Reddit... If you post something on Reddit as a blogger, writer, reviewer, whatever, though, if Reddit is getting heat from the actual company and potential lawsuits, they're going to shut it down, right? They are supposed to shut it down as quickly as they can, right? So... It's one of those things you have to be careful for. Uh, it's it's not worth it, leaking these informations. I know we're excited because Kennedy, Monica, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. But it's not worth going to jail it's because the 17-year-old, he got convicted, right? Because of the hack that, that he did on GTA. So it's not worth it, but that's what the news is leading up to it comment below are you excited for gta 6 i know i'm so pumped for that very very ready for that uh and it's coming around the corner but like like we'd like it or not it's coming guys it is they're, they're working on it so it's going to be very very interesting i can't wait to see what characters are going to be in this one like are we going to get the original three are we going to get michael franklin and trevor like are we going to get those three uh, to come back in the community. Will we have those? Um, That's the question that everybody's wondering, Kennedy. It does make me wonder
3: a lot. Um, GTA 6, <laughs> it's coming, but then I- I'm worried the next... After when GTA, GTA 6 gets released, I'm worried we're going to be playing on that game for the next 10-15 years. Kind of how we did GTA 5. Um, It is a highly anticipated game. I, I hope they get this right because... Honestly, in my opinion, guys, you know, gaming for us, a lot of games have been excellent so far. Majority, I got to say, have been excellent, but we also had games that were not as fun or they didn't sell well because maybe we're coming from pandemic. We're coming just people are studio heads and creators and programmers. They're starting it to get back into swing of things right so i i'm I'm skeptical about it because i am a huge gta fan but i also have some caution right because like i say we've had some multiple good games right and i want the train to keep going i gotta say in 2023 when it comes down to gaming gaming has been really really good for the most part this year so far we still got uh star wars uh fallen uh not fallen order um uh, Jedi Survivor to come out this later in next month right we've got Tekken 8 we got Street Fighter we've got uh, Spider-Man 2 that somehow is leaked is scheduled to come out in September I hope that rumor is true because if that game comes out in September that is a great great start to the fall time. Definitely, I'm picking that game up. So uh, we've got a lot of things coming. A lot of things are in the pipeline. A lot of things are in the works. So I I really want gaming to be exciting as it has been for the most part at the beginning of the year. You know, so we do have this warmer segment here. We got two more segments actually for this morning. And one of those things I like to do, and this is why I think the Beyond Swanky podcast Might be better than KLP Aftermath. The reason for that being. Is because of our host. Monica and James. You guys are amazing. But we got to include. One more person to our show. And it's a no brainer. Because he's been our producer. For the last. Seven years of us podcasting. He's been there. And I'm talking about. Mr. Tyrus Lester ladies and gentlemen. He has your movie review of course what movie are we talking
1: about today t so finally back in front of the mic ladies and gentlemen thank y'all for having me back uh it's your boy t tyrus lester producer for both shows klp aftermath and the beyond Swinky podcast i know it's been too long guys it has so when we did the first episode shamaya actually we, we had a long talk and she said why don't you come back And just do your thing on the show like you used to so i said yeah why not so y'all didn't come on the show to hear me babble because i do babble and that's one thing kenny's trying to train me on that when we go on the mic just don't don't babble get to the point now ladies and gentlemen our movie review of the beyond Swanky podcast season two we've got to talk about idris elba's latest movie luther the fallen son. Now, this movie hasn't really been accepted very well by the critics, but uh, it's our job to go out and watch these movies and to do a good review on these movies. And honestly, guys, I got to say that this movie's actually not that hat dad. It's not. First of all, you got Idris Elba, one of the most arguably one of the most highly anticipated actors out there. Now, there's many more, right? There's many more like 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 Kevin Hart. There's many more like Will Ferrell, The Rock. Uh, what's another one? Jason Bateman is another favorite of mine, right? There's a lot of other actors. Oh, actresses out there, too, right? There's a lot of them. You got the one currently that I love the most is Coco Jones because she's in Bel-Air. Shout out to the cast and crew of Bel-Air, by the way. Very, very exciting. Now, this movie uh luther fallen son 2023 crime thriller directed by jamie payne and it's written by Neil cross it serves as the film continuation of luther of course it was uh, a bbc production of the show uh very very because everybody was talking about the series and now that they have the movie now the the film stars idris ebel who also serves as a producer of the film so again it's smart right i gotta say off rip These actors that are producers and directors, they are smart. Kennedy, you're amongst these people. We're all amongst these people because we've acted in some of your movies and even wrote. James, you wrote. I've acted. I produce this. uh, Monica, you're executive producer for most of the films. It's smart to get into that, what we say, bag when it comes down to being a producer, a writer, a director and an actor in your project because maybe you get double the funds right we look at currently michael b jordan right he's the actor of creed 3 he's the producer of creed 3 he is the uh director of creed 3 right so i'm i'm excited for that uh very very close knit for that now it serves as continuation for luther he's uh, reprising his role as John Luther with uh, Cynthia E. Er- Evrio and Andy Serkis. Now, Andy Circus, Boy, Andy Circus, He has done a lot of phenomenal voice work, acting work. He's been in it, right? Now, Luther the Fallen Son was released in Selected Cinemas back in February, but now, this month, it hit Prime, uh, not Prime, excuse me, <laughs> Netflix. And now, it's... I, I like it. I really do like it. Now, it's about this crime that was going on. And, of course, Luther kind of gets thrown into the mix of things. And, it's somehow, he was the cause... Of, or Supposedly the cause of the murders of these kids. Uh, or, young adults, rather. He ends up getting sent to prison. But, then, Andy Serkis is the main villain. And, he's doing all this kind of cults kind of activity where... You know people are killing themselves for him because of blackmail straight out blackmail uh they don't want things to go out to other people whether it's their families or their businesses they're going out there and they're they're gonna do whatever he asks so that way that blackmail doesn't get out now blackmail is a, is a, is a form of things out there um it's action pack is it's witty it's smart i i had no problems with this movie i i really didn't um like i'm always gonna keep saying it, it's it's smart it's witty it's catchy, saxon packed uh you really get to see i feel like you get in that you don't get to see all of idris elba out of his element in acting because i know he can go a little bit further than this role right but it's a good watch I felt this movie, even though the critics didn't think so, even though a lot of people had their mixed emotions about this one, I think this is a winner when it comes to Netflix, because we all know Netflix, unfortunately, fall sometimes in the category where they're producing a lot of good sounding movies, but when they're launched and people watch it, you think, ooh, this ain't really a good one, you know, from Netflix. So, like I say, this is a winner. Right, this is a winner on Netflix. This is something that uh, I recommend people watching. It's two hours long, so uh, lo- long as this is, you know movie night, uh, uh, movie night, popcorn night, with your loved ones, whether you're friends or your significant other, uh, the, you're going to be sitting uh, spending some time. I do say to a lot of people, uh, watch this series, Luther, first before watching this movie. Because if you dive into watching this movie and not really understanding Luther, John Luther, as a character, then you might be a little lost, right? You may not know what's going on. Unless you've seen the series, then you fully understand uh, John Luther. Now, we have a commenter that commented on their forum as well, and this is their review. They say, Luther, the Fallen Son, is a Netflix film that serves as a a continuation of BBC series *Luther*. obviously we know that, um, starring uh, Idris Elba as John Luther, As a point of reference, I have not actually seen the series myself, but while fans of the show might be excited to see Idris reprise his iconic role, they will likely be let down by the film's lackluster plot, predictable story, and wasted potential now interest Elba uh, grizz uh grizz, grizzled uh determining uh, excuse me determined detective has been packed guys i can't read has been placed in a disjointed standalone film the story is uninspired and underwatered like the weird hack slack haystack of hair guys i cannot read fake hair they've Painted on Andy Serkis head to make him look sinister. Now this is another review. They're also saying that the film suffers from the lack of originality and intriguing in as it recycles many elements for many other films. Now, it I can see that. I can kind of see the world. I can kind of see why people, I think people are going in this thinking that they're going to get the same thing as the series. I also know, as us filmmakers and producers ourselves, when we're making a series, a network might have it make the series film this way, but a network or a studio might order a movie, but they want the movie to go this way, right? And I think they had to answer. So the main producer is Netflix, right? Cause it's on their, their uh, service. So Netflix is the producer this one so Netflix probably had an idea for this movie and since they're the key producers we all know too well in this room that we have to answer to our producers luckily it's us and we can kind of talk it out but let's say we had an outside producer that's gaining in a lot of money and helping us produce it then we have to respect and honor the producers because they're putting up the money up front for the project so we have to listen to the producers and the directors so ha huh i think everybody was expecting the series guys uh to be just like the movie and it's not i can because i've seen the series myself it's not uh i can see that that point there it's valid for a lot of people but comment below in our forum guys will you go out and see luther the fallen son available on netflix guys if you got netflix it's there so go see it comment below let us know what you think i agree
3: uh thank you t for that that movie review i do agree i don't think the movie is that half bad um but we all seen the series and i can kind of see why people are thinking the series and, and like you said i i do also believe that people were going into thinking that it was just going to be like the series but it is true what tyrus is saying guys to our audience out there it is true uh, we've uh, for some of our films, we've had offside producers that come in and say, "Hey, since I'm contributing a, a more percentage in your in your project, I want to film this way, right?" And that's 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 that is the film industry. Uh, you got to answer to your investors, you do. Um, so it's just one of those things that it does happen. So that's what I think. Also, you know, people are, are doing this now moving on to our last but our our main topic of conversation today and i wanted to dabble into this scenario because it is very very important that we all know this it is now the the question out there uh you know about jobs it's about where occupation relies now studies have shown That 40% of black employees considered themselves quiet quitters at work. Now, for all of you who may not know, and you should know this already because it's been in the news for, for weeks and like the beginning of this year, it has been on there. Quiet quitting. Now, quiet quitting is not necessarily something that you say, hey, I'm quitting my job indefinitely. That's not what quiet quitting means. Quiet quitting means that you're 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 coming in, you're doing what you get paid to do. Sometimes the bare minimum. If you're getting paid minimum wage, then I think you should be doing the minimum amount of work. But that's not the case in some people's point. A lot of people get paid very, very shitty, and they they do the most. Right? That's just you being a good worker. And I, I say to those people, yeah, it sucks but one day that light is going to come at the end of the end of the tunnel where people somebody's going to recognize your talents and pay you for the tremendous talent that you bring but quiet quitting that's the basis of it the people are coming in they're doing their job they're doing what is required they're doing what hr gave them in their contract and nothing more Now, I'm a huge advocate of that, quiet quitting. I'm only an advocate with quiet quitting if you're working a job that you really don't really like. Um, Because I do believe in the phrase that if you're working in a job that you really, really love and you really, really enjoy, it's really not work. Right? That's that's a saying to a lot of people. That's a saying to myself. Uh, I work every day. Some things I do that I'm not really proud of doing. I don't, I don't, I don't voice that that much, but you know, one part of my hundred jobs that I have in my lifespan is podcasting, what we're doing now on the radio, this part of the job I love, right? I don't really, even though it's work, I don't consider it work because I have fun getting on the mic, being in the studio and giving you all great topics to talk about. So that's what quiet quitting means to me. And the stats here is 40% of black employees is considering themselves quiet quitters at work. And honestly, I don't blame them, right? We often, we as in the people out there, people are working these jobs today where they have to put up with some bull. They do. And I use the phrase sometimes in my previous jobs is, hey, buddy, I just work here. I don't know what to tell you. I wish I can help you first. I just work here. I got to answer to somebody else. That's what I think that number of 40% of, of and the stats here is black employees, but 40% of us, you know, we're, we're saying, buddy, I just work here because I think a lot of people want, they, they expect the most from employees. And we're supposed to bend over backwards and give them everything under the sun, but simply people have to answer to somebody. And I think a lot of other people don't understand that. And I don't really think this is more of a race thing. But a lot of people don't understand. With people in general. We have to answer to somebody. Regardless. Unless you're a CEO. And you do your own thing. But majority of us. Yes we answer to somebody. And that's what it causes us to say. Buddy I just work here. That's it. I just come to work. I do what's required. I give you results that is required and I get paid, which is also required that nothing more, nothing more. And this also happens. And this is based off my experience currently and in the past that a lot of people expect us to give us 200%, but we don't get paid 200% on things. Or you have somebody to kind of bend over backwards, right? And they don't really know the chain of command. So they think that you making the rules and you bullshitting them. But then you keep telling them, sorry, I can't do that. Sorry, I can't do this. No, there's regulations. Can't do that. And they keep harping back on you about these rules. And I said, buddy, I just work here. I don't know what to tell you. I don't. It's so weird. It's the weirdest thing. I guess people don't understand it. Um, and it'd be a lot of... so. Sometimes for me, it's younger people, right? Because what we what we do and we work in an institution, I deal with young people and they don't understand because maybe they don't understand about real work quite just yet. They haven't experienced this thing called life yet. So, yes, they're not going to know. They're, they're used to being, you know, pampered in that way because they don't know. But you know what really grinds my gears, guys, is when adults do this. It really grinds my gears when adults try to not reason with you and you look at them and you say, do you, do you also work with somebody? If you do, you must know what I'm talking about. You must know what I mean, because you're giving me a lot of shit right now that really I ain't got time for. And I keep telling you, I, I can, that's above my pay grade. I don't know what it is. I think it's incompetence. I think it's ignorant. But a lot of adults don't understand when another adult uh, references these regulations and these rules at work. Right. And you often say, hey, you asked me that question. That's above my pay grade. You as the other adult should know. OK, he don't get paid enough to answer that question. He's not in the position of a CEO or an executive or a producer or director or any of those things. I don't have that title. So I cannot answer that. Hence, back to our story of why people are quiet quitting. Now, a lot of people has been doing quiet quitting this year. Well, actually, for the past couple of years, right, guys? Because honestly, in 2020 is no lie. We've been through it. I remember me and Monica, we, you know, we were, we were going through it, baby. I'm sorry. James, he was writing a little bit, but he had to take some time, a lot of time. 2020, he, he was gone. As well as T, everybody was just gone, trying to figure their mental state out because of 2020. And a little bit of 2021 too, right? So that's why I think a lot of people have been doing quiet quitting because of their mental uh, state. A lot of us, we find ways to cope with our mental for me is meditation. It's working out, it's music. Those are the things that help me. Monica, if you guys don't know it in Monica, I'm put your business on the blast a little bit. She go see a therapist. Right? James, you told me you and your girl, y'all go see a therapist. Y'all, y'all do. We have to take care of ourselves first. And we do things that we do and it just helps us do all of that and deal with stress from work and that's why i believe people are quiet quitting because number one we're not we as in the people people are not getting paid enough they're not it could be a shitty job they have or a great job that they have they're not getting paid enough but then you expect people to go above and beyond and do Give you 300%. But when you're not getting... You're not going to get paid 300%. You can, you have to do 300%. You have to overwork. Right? I can't remember. The, so the last time I was overworked, guys. It had to be an Amazon. Worst job ever. Love Amazon. I love Prime Video. I really... I like my partners over there. The delivery logistics part of it. Not a fan. Because I remember... In 2021, when I did Amazon and in logistics, we were overworked, tired as a dog at night, exhausted, right? Exhaustion, coming home, can't even move, you're just that damn tired. But then we weren't getting paid enough. But see, it was a job that everybody could do for that's easy because it was pandemic, right? Because we got laid off from, from Marriott International, we did. So, bye-bye profit property management hospitality because of 2020 we laid off so we had to go pivot and find something else to do to make money right uh overwork guys Uh, monica you for ladies first what do you think of this this uh this this question
4: um i actually i agree with people quiet quitting i do a lot of folks because I have girlfriends who have major responsibilities so unfortunately because I've talked to them some of them and they tell me all the things I had to do and they can't they they're more trapped in their roles right because they've got major responsibilities one of my girl uh homegirls you know she has kids right so she kind of have to do what she do because of kids and have to take care of things but I honestly do see speaking of somebody people who are we're all in kind of a mix of Gen Z mix of millennial a little bit you know we're super young so we tend to know our worth and I'm always gonna say especially to my ladies but for my men my fellows too, know your worth know your worth at every job because some of these jobs, and I've applied to, and this was back in the day, I've applied to a lot of jobs where a lot of old heads be working, like a, a lot of old fuckers. Like they, old heads that don't know our generation because we're so young and they're so in the old generation. So I I remember I got interviewed by somebody, old woman. She was so old. Like she was so old tradition and she kept nagging about how young generation, they're like, Yeah, you don't know how good your generation has it. Back in my day, we didn't have that. And I said, Lady, I didn't ask you all that. I'm asking you for a job to make money. I don't, I don't care what you think about our class, our generation. Now, obviously, that job didn't work out really well because I can sell when you when you get interviewed by somebody and you really catch their vibe first impression then you really get to understand maybe this is not the job for me right maybe this is not the job that i should get because i know i'm gonna have some problems here it is important that for us young people to know our worth i think a lot of it back to referring back to you know the generation uh segment there you know our generation we're knowing our worth and we know what how much we're willing to put up with right we know that hey we're young in this game there's gonna be millions of jobs out there that we can do this ain't the one and we're getting a lot smarter now i i I, we kid because we have people younger than us and we say oh man this is our future but we're really understanding things more we're really smart we're smarter than what the older generations give us credit for because we're starting to pick up on some things. We're starting to realize like, okay, they did this in their generation and look at them now. We're going to do things a little bit different, especially when it comes to work. I don't want to slave away for, for 10 bucks an hour when I know I can make more money doing something else. And our generation, I got to say, we're, we're understanding that market. And a lot of us generations, we can afford to quiet quit because we don't have any major responsibilities, right? We've got, some of us got, now rent has been up and, you know, we're all, we're all moving. I, I don't want to put everybody's business out on blast, but we're all moving to different places to decrease rent. So we're, we're getting, we're understanding things that way. And um we're always going to say, we don't have any more mouths to feed. So that's why I feel like that number is high, 40% of people quiet quitting because they can afford to, kind of. I, f- I say that very loosely, guys, our audience. I say that very loosely because times are harder right now. But we can kind of quiet, quit, and still be straight if we don't have any major responsibilities. Now, if you're out there, and we don't judge on our show, but if you've got responsibilities, you're married, you have kids, you got mortgage you've got bills upon bills to pay then i understand that point and that's why i kind of feel that people are afraid to quiet quit are afraid to quiet quit because potentially and this is a quote because you can't lose your job for quiet quitting now you can't lose your job but you just say i quit quiet quitting like you say at kennedy quiet quit is meaning you're you're showing up you're doing what you're supposed to do you get paid what you're supposed to do nothing more always say to a lot of people too when you're starting out your first two jobs that you're just kind of working you're just working just to work and make money don't be so invested in that position i say to a lot of people don't be so invested in a position that you know you're not going to be there long you know this is not your passion you're just trying to make you're just trying to pay your bills pay your rent don't be so invested because once you're so invested in a position that you really don't like, then employers, supervisors, your bosses are going to want to mo- want more out of you for less. And our generation, especially my ladies, I got a state advocate for my ladies, speaking from lady to lady, know your worth. Know your work in this game. Know your worth in this game of, of working and paying a bill. Know your worth. If you think you can get more and they're overwork you, leave. At the bare minimum, quiet quit. Bring it up. Bring it up to hit your, hey, I got hired for this. I am doing this. ABC. I got hired for ABC123. I'm only doing ABC123. Because that is what's in my hire contract. If I'm fulfilling those obligations of ABC123, you can't ask me for a EFG. 456 you can't ask me for those. Unless you want to pay me extra for that. Right?
2: No, you're correct, Monica. I've oh, I've experienced a lot of things. Um, I've actually to tell you guys a story. One of my buddies, uh Chris, he just quit his job entirely now. He worked for GameStop and it's interesting because we just saw like a couple days ago that that GameStop's going to gain some profit. We watched Bloomberg technology and Nate, they were talking about it. So that's quite interesting that, you know, GameStop is going to make profit. They were in the green a couple days ago and stocks out. I don't know how, but they did it anyway. He's fallen into that curse, and I know a lot of YouTubers, a lot of people reported on the same thing. But he, he experienced the same thing where, you know, they overworked him at GameStop. He was he was a, super, a supervisor, so he would do a lot, a lot. He would tell me a lot of shit he had to do, and you know, it it was draining him mentally because he worked crazy hours. He will work crazy hours. He have customers come in. Well, he would have some customers come in, not know either, not know anything about video games, have to thoroughly explain, or somebody would come in and just buy one thing, and he's forced, because we all know about GameStop, he's forced to sell the pro membership or sell another, the warranty plan, I think it was. He was telling me he had to sell that thing out. Why, he had to ask the guy almost, if felt like 15 times before the guy almost walked out because he the other guy was getting so annoyed and i'm like that too when i go to gamestop i'm going in there for one thing only i'm not going to buy warranties and pro memberships and uh, updates and i'm not going in for all of that because i know i'm going to get habbled down for that kind of stuff so he previously well, and he got another job doing something very clean he's indoor he has an office uh you know doing some some more of logistics work but not necessarily with amazon but he does logistics work and he's he enjoys it because he's not working crazy hours he's he's sitting down right because i don't even think gamestop have chairs for them to sit down on and he's not as stressed he's not you know he didn't get the You know, i know a lot of people would say on their their podcast they would say like their district manager would give him a call at three o'clock in the morning he didn't get those calls at the store he worked at thank god but it mentally drained him he would be and i tell you we got to bring him up here in the studio too he would be so stressed out about his job that all he can talk about is his job to the point where he will be so stressed out he would come home to talk about his job with his significant other. Right? It's never a good sign to bring work home. It's a good sign to come to work, do work at work, come home, not bring it home. So, he tried the quiet quitting. It didn't work out for him. But he ended up quitting. Now, uh, for me, I also agree with you too as well, Monica and Kennedy, that... You Know, I never had the perfect job until now. It's okay, I'll be in I've never had a job where I genuinely get so excited to come to work really come to work and really do some, something dope. I never had that. I've also had to work a job where hey, I'm just here to make ends meet, right? I was just start dating Margot, over it. we just got. Dating, you know, and I needed, needed a job, you know, I needed to prevail. I needed to, I just need to come and do what I need to do and leave. So Kennedy, when you say 40% of people quiet quitting, I agree with that number as well, because we're in this state of mind today, coming from a pandemic, coming from stress, coming from politics, racial injustice, whatever, whatever, have it, we're coming from all of that right and even today as we mentioned inflation being up gas prices being up things are higher insurance has gone up everything has gone up to the point where we're stressed to the max we need a moment to quiet quit so that way when we're home we're home we're not thinking about work we're on the outside and we're trying to figure this thing called life out um, so to that question, to that answer, I agree with the number I do. I really do agree with that number. I think a lot of people should start practicing quiet quitting. And like Monica, you said, do it for the job that you don't care about. I mean, you care about because you need to make ends meet, but do it for a job. You're not as passionate about because we've been saying, if you work a job that you're passionate about, you really, really love, and you get so giddy when you get in there every morning, then does not work right do it for the job said hey i'm here i'm doing what, what what's uh what we say uh that's needed required right and that's it Whew.
3: y'all said it hopefully and I, i'm glad y'all didn't quite quit for klp entertainment because we need y'all we really do comment below ladies and gentlemen let us know what you think about quiet quitting uh we said our piece uh we like to get our forum ends and and our forums in at the bottom um but it is important guys um you know it's it's one of those things that is very very needed um i feel like to to tie a nice little bow on this segment uh, i do think that number's gonna go up i really do Uh, i honestly i really think numbers are gonna go up with quiet quitting we'll have to see about that but for now that's gonna wrap it up here on our podcast show today hopefully you guys love this one this one has been this one's longer than usual so i like doing these longer shows Uh, Comment below if you guys loved it. Uh, If you're watching the video version on YouTube, thank you guys so very much. Uh, Like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit hit that bell notification so that way you guys don't miss out on new content from us being our podcast shows, our our new shows at SNN. We've got newer people in the studio, new um, talent, new anchors, new voices, new scripters, new writers, all new in the studio to give all... Uh, great news out there for SNN and if you're watching or you're listening to the podcast version audio version on Spotify video iHeartRadio Stitcher uh, Google Podcasts Audacity wherever you get your podcast from uh, thank you guys from our cast and crew the group, good folks over on the Beyond Swanky podcast season 2 that's going to wrap it up here on the show Beyond Swanky season 2 I've been your main host KALP Kennedy Lucas from our cast and crew members here we like to say stay safe Stay swanky, peace.